0: All right, here we go.
2: I'm reacting to a couple Jim Kramer clips. I'm a big Jim Kramer fan. I think he's fascinating guy. He's one of the I guess you could say a bit of a mentor for me. I just don't agree with him on a lot of stuff. it's funny It's funny because I have a lot of mentors I actually don't agree with when it comes to certain practices and certain principles, but I do listen and there are some th- there's quite a few things they do that I actually do, so my it, philosophically speaking. <laughs> These guys are way different than I am. They're so much fun to listen to. They're so much fun to emulate. And Jim Kramer's
0: one of them. So here it is. I'm going to play a clip from my boy Cramer. After have to load. As we watch the increasingly <clears> tracked <throat> events in Kabul unfold, I keep getting the same question.
1: Why the heck doesn't the market react to what's happening in Afghanistan? We're pulling out of a 20-year occupation. Taliban's taken over the whole country except one airport, which just got bombed. So why do we persist in talking about an obscure meeting of Federal Reserve officials out in the beautiful area or something in the direction of interest rates? Why? The averages finally did take a breather today. Dow sinking 192 points, S&P backsliding 0.58 percent, NASDAQ declining 0.64 percent. But stocks are still up nicely since the Afghan government collapsed. While this might sound heartless, the truth is that the stock market has no way to process the deaths of U.S. service members or our Afghan allies who are trying to flee the country before the Taliban can slaughter them. Uh, Let me put it this way. The market is not a referendum on bloodshed. It's not even a referendum on American hegemony. When a terrorist truck bombed a marine barracks in Lebanon in 1983, killing 241 soldiers. A horrifying event. The averages barely budged. Why? Because nobody could figure out how to relate that attack to their portfolios. There was no financial takeaway for the bulls or for the bears. Just sadness with no root to make you money. Now, you can call that heartless, But what did you expect? The market's not a person, and it's certainly not a barometer of human suffering. The market only cares about money and things that relate to money. We've been in Afghanistan for 20 years, but it never really got plugged into the global economy, except for the drug trade. We were fighting these guys for two decades. Other than the early stages of the war, I can't remember a time when it made a difference to the averages. See, that's how Wall Street sees the Taliban takeover. There's no relationship, even as many people have asked me, why isn't there one? Or maybe more importantly, why don't I try to find one in order to make it clear how terrible all of this is? To these people, all I can say is I'm sorry. My job is to try to interpret news and events that can potentially impact your portfolio. Sadly, there are lots of tragic events that just aren't relevant to your retirement account. Don't miss a second of Mad
2: Money. Follow at Jim Kramer on Twitter. Have a question? Tweet Kramer.
0: Hashtag madTweets. See-
2: okay, so that was an interesting clip. Um if there's one takeaway I can get from it. Well, I, I'm a big Jim Kramer fan. I think he's brilliant. I don't always agree with him on the market, though. I think he um I don't think he takes into account that the market's overvalued. I think he's a little too optimistic about the markets, but <laughs> Uh, that clip, though, he was right on the money, man. Sometimes tragedy really doesn't affect the markets that much. You know, it just depends on if it actually affects the overall economy, and if it doesn't,
0: it doesn't. Um, the events that have unfolded have been terrible, if anything. Honestly, it's just heartbreaking shit. After yeah, things that have been going on, but sometimes it doesn't always so correlate to the uh, you know, economy, so it doesn't really affect anything. But that's the sad truth behind all of it. For the worst part.
2: Anyway, moving on to another clip. Let me see if I can find another, uh, another Jim Cramer clip. i, I like I said, I'm a big Jim Cramer guy, and you know his, his opinions are fascinating to me. I just don't, I don't really take his advice on a lot of stock picks or anything. He does have a few philosophies I agree with when it comes to trading actively. Um, But as far as taking advice about a stock, I figure once Jim Cramer's talking about it, it's probably
0: not good to get into it because it's already been overvalued and overpumped. Stuff like that. (laughs) Let's look at this clip. I'm just kind of curious what this clip is all about. Free cash flow and the guidance, Jim, that we're getting from the likes of Salesforce and Snow, which you heard last night on your show. I'm so glad
1: you went with what Rick Reader was saying. because That is the theme. Uh, the, the cash flow of, of these companies, of, of Salesforce, big Dow stock, extraordinary. Uh, it, just making so much money. And if you listen to that conference call, you would say, one, it's okay to taper. But two, and this is something, new theme, Europe is incredibly strong. Europe is ahead of us in terms of vaccinations that they were behind us. People don't wear masks. People do business face-to-face. Uh, there's just a lot of business being done in Europe. The numbers that I'm seeing are extraordinary from the continent and much better than U.S. U.K., Germany coming back. I really know that. Back. Yeah. I to the back, CEO yesterday has got business in those areas. And they were, I mean, they went. Up, then down sharply. Right, and now back. are sure, sure too. Back. Yes, Spain much better. ECB better. yesterday
0: said Delta is not going to impact. Has had limited impact well, on the EU economy. Well, you look, you get a
1: basically you get a pass. <clears throat> uh, people have business as if it were. JUST, WELL, every, There were no anti-vaxxers in Europe.
0: So you got you got Europe uh, hanging in. Yes. You got PBOC promising liquidity. Yes. You got infrastructure here. Uh, tracing procedural hurdles. So is it any wonder we're at
1: 137? Well, I mean, i got to tell you that I think that that Speaker Pelosi is going to get her trillions. Uh, The companies are getting their billions. Uh, Europe has turned in a dramatic fashion, uh, which had been just a black hole for a lot of companies. China is going to provide liquidity. Let's move on. (laughs) Let's move on. I mean, let's just go higher move on to what what are we moving on to into a real world where business is great and we don't have to worry about the, the fed either way
0: mm-hmm.
1: now the those who think that this whole move is the fed see they're wrong because when you're listening mm. to the companies like snowflake no frank Slutman, wow when you look at snow when you look at William sonoma mm-hmm. where uh this is a uh, laura albert who is coming on another show tonight and <laughs> hurt my feelings uh but that's okay because it's just business, yeah. Uh, but they did a ninety-eight percent wedding registry. I just happen to love we're that number. We're talking Williams Sonoma. We're talking looking at Snowflake right now. Which Snowflake is? Had, yeah. Well, I mean, this man is doing you know one hundred percent sales growth. Now we're back to Snowflake, right? Well, I'm trying. I know you're jumping around. Now we're on William Sonoma. Okay. I'm just trying to get you to keep track want, so that our viewers know. I went hundred percent. Go back to Laura Albert. Talk I, about talk about William, Up 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 up, up. We're I went to Snowflake. Okay. I went. Um, <laughs> let me see. I want a hundred percent growers for five hundred. Okay, that's Snowflake. Okay, yep. yeah, Snowflake. Okay, now I would like to have uh, ten billion dollar companies in two years. Okay. Four thousand. Williams Sonoma. Yes. Okay. Yes, is the, now yeah. I want to do uh, five out of five quarters of plus twenty percent growth. That's Salesforce. Yes. What so is there. Salesforce? What is Salesforce? So there. That was last night. a giant business. tower in uh, San Francisco it's that empty. is empty. It's empty. Empty. But you just got all those right. Now fifty. Uh, what is fifty-six percent growth? Uh, 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 same store of sales growth. What is Alta? Alta. Last night was really just a cornucopia, with the exception of of, of uh, Autodesk, which was slightly disappointing. I mean, even Splunk, which I've been concerned about, mm-hmm. and they were on uh, what cl- they were on uh, closing bell. Uh, Doug Mert did, did a pretty good job, and they're switching their models, so it's harder to tell. But uh, last night was just one after another of greatness, and I found myself thinking, you know what, Jackson Hole. Why don't you just go climb Mount, climb Mount Teton have a good time. See you later.
0: You mean knock yourself out? Knock and yourself taper out. taper away? Yeah,
1: yeah. I'd rather go to Jackson Heights and Jackson Hall at this point because <laughs> business is being done there. A lot better restaurants,
0: too.
2: <laughs> well, okay, that was an interesting clip. Um, so what did I take away from... What, what did we all take away from that? Let's see. Um, you there's any live chatters here? No live chatters at the moment, so...
0: So... The biggest takeaway I can get from a lot of these clips, it's pretty simple. Um, especially this one, the European growth numbers.
2: Yeah. I, I think the reason the European economy is growing a little bit faster than ours is because I don't think there is overvalued as the U uh, S economy. There's been a lot of investors, a lot of people like you and me just, cramming their money in and a lot of companies are overvalued and everybody's in basically buying index funds and stuff like that S&P 500 index funds and pumping up the valuations even higher um this does eliminate price discovery in a lot of ways where where we don't even really know what the real price real value of the company is because everybody's just pumping it up now the only way you can really determine value is by earnings um debt debt of a company is a big deal I don't think it's talked about much because everybody's so focused on earnings, but truth is, um, I mean, a, lo- a lot of it has to do with just basic debt. And, and nobody ever really talks about corporate debt or anything like that. They're always just so focused on how much is the company making? Um, you know, earnings does play, w- with the earnings calculations, a lot of it play, goes into, um,
0: oh, what the hell is the damn term? It's coming to me. But with, with, with calculating the earnings,
2: you usually are calculating, um, you know, how much does it cost to maintain the company, stuff like that. How much does it cost to, you know, keep the company in line. But the equation in earnings typically does not go over how much debt does the company have. And this is really important. You got to find out how much money does this company owe to everyone. And usually you can find this on the balance sheet. And this is why I tell everybody, check the balance sheet uh, before you ever, ever buy into a company. Check the balance sheet. Check the debt. How much money do they owe? Sure, they may have great earnings and maybe they don't cost a lot to manage, but how much do they owe in the long run? And can they keep the growth up? So there's a lot of factors that go into it. That's why I think PE ratios as great as they can be, the price over earnings ratios to kind of determine evaluation of a company. It falls short if you don't look at sure, earnings does kind of keep in mind, keep in mind uh, the cost for a, a business uh, what, the cost of operations in a business. It kind of measures that. but it doesn't measure how much how much total debt. The company has, and if you don't know the total debt, you may be investing in a company that has so much damn debt and owes so much damn money that they may, it may be a long time before they're really, really profitable, actually profitable. So debt is a big deal. So you want to find companies that make a lot of money that don't have a butt ton of debt, you know, at least if they do have debt, they could pay it off, you know, over time. um, Effectively. But yeah, you got to find, this is why I tell everybody, don't, don't take a risk on someone. If you look at, you could take a risk on an unknown company if you're an insider, but if you're not, there's no point in investing in it. So that's why I tell everybody, just get with the best companies you can get. You know, they, most of those companies at least do buybacks in their stock. At least they'll give you a dividend. They'll give you something back. But um, yeah, so and that's the problem with the PE ratio equation for me is it doesn't, it rarely, rarely calculates the most important statistic, and that is overall debt in a company. Um, that's my biggest problem. But yeah, anyway, I went off on a tangent. This video, though, that, uh, w- with Jim Cramer in it, um, him and David were talking about the. Uh, we're just overall just talking about how uh, these companies are growing at rapid rates, and, and it's it's fascinating to see how how, how much they're growing and. From this time forward, though, I think uh, he, he was actually talking about Snowflake, which is an, inter- an interesting company. I, I don't know much about it. I know
0: things here and there, which I think I might look into it, but I think it may be a little overvalued. Um, I don't know. That's pretty cool.
2: But, yeah, everything right now is overvalued in the U.S. economy, so it makes sense that the uh, European economy might be growing. It may, might even make sense that most other economies are growing pretty quickly. We've just... I mean, we'll become a country of debt. You know, that's the, that's the most interesting part. You know, we're, the most, we're a big debtor country, so. a big debtor nation, so. I mean, we're lucky. The US, the U.S. is very lucky that the dollar is the
0: world reserve currency. Beyond lucky on that one. But maybe that's by design.